We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wirroni is created. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wirroni was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Hello everybody and welcome to How About Another Round. Today's episode will be on Eshes. Ah, Eshes. Yep, the past in many types of them and an anthropological review. Um, today's drink is cruisers. I have a guava cruiser. David, what cruiser do you have? I got a guava cruiser as well. I have the same one. Well, uh, for me, I've got a watermelon. And I have a pineapple. Aren't you fruity? I know. Well, we're all fruity today. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, now without further ado, we'll get started. So I'll pass on to David for his little segment. All right. Now, since this week is on SJs, of all things, um, I thought it, uh, it'd be best if we go into a little bit of a deep dive on what exactly led to SJs in the first place. Now, do you gentlemen know what came before SJs? The evolution? Is there a process? Okay, well, it could be said um, that uh, Eshe's um, evolved from these guys uh, in, I guess you could say, the Slavic parts of Europe called Gopniks. Just Gopniks? No, not Gopniks. 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 Okay. Gopniks, yeah. Um, they sort of dress the same way. Um, they dress in full Adidas. He's wearing newsboy caps. They like to squat a lot. You know, they like to do slab squats. Uh, <laughs> and usually, uh, as, as this Wikipedia article says, uh, is a member of a delinquent subculture in Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, and other former Soviet republics. Uh, so what you're saying is Eshes is an international epidemic. It's not just it's, Australia. It, it is spreading. Wow. It's it's not, not so it's not only in those those countries, but you can also say that Eshes evolved from uh, chavs or lads in England. Ah, I see. The, yeah. the UK, you know, like roadman. 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 Yeah. They go, oi, oi, bruv, you got a couple quid for the bus, like that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and you know, they, oh no, shank you or something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, what other stuff we can say? Um, the collective noun for uh, a Gopnik is a Gopota. Uh, <laughs> What's the collective noun for Eshes? Uh, I'd say Eshlads. Eshlads, <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about the Eshladesses? Eshladet. It's a gender neutral term, Callum. Ah, I see. Um, and as, as, as I'm actually reading this, um, this article, um, the subculture of Gopota has its roots in working class communities in the late Russian Empire and gradually underground during, uh, during the later half of the 20th century. Um, and yeah, that's... That. Okay, fine, I'll get to it. Just hold your horses. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. They were added up, yeah. You get the idea. Um, now, moving on to music and art stuff. 
the play. <laughs> what has been going on in the music and arts world at ANU? It's well, quite a busy season right now. Well, yeah, no, it is. It is super busy. Yeah. Very um, eventful. This week, uh, Shakespeare have been doing um, the showings of Coriolanus, um, which have had their first two shows uh, yesterday and the day before, and they're having one tonight and tomorrow night. Um, and you can still get tickets uh, for tonight. Isn't yeah? Isn't the last show booked out? Yeah, the last show has been sold out. Wow. Um, and so, you know, it's been going very well. Uh, and I'm very glad to be a part of it. Um, Would recommend. We went to see it last night. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. I have to say, it was like a lot more like physical. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really not yeah. expecting some bloke to get choked out. Yeah, and like when in the rugby <laughs> scene, people were getting like thrown on the ground. Yeah, I mean, you know, it has to. <laughs> you need to attract a wider audience, you know. <laughs> so. What violence does that attract a wider audience? Well, people people prefer seeing like you know physical stuff in Shakespeare plays because like. If it was just a play, you know, of them talking, you know, I mean, some people, yeah. most people don't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> you know, they go like, oh, it, w- it was a nice play and everything. I just don't know what the hell they were talking about. So, How many people had to look up uh, what the plot of the, the whole I think that play was, was a couple of people, yeah. Yeah. Chris, weren't you one of those people that said, oh, I know, I know what they're saying. I know Shakespearean dialect, so I don't need to read about it. No, I just knew Coriolanus. Oh, yes, I've read most of Shakespeare's plays. Oh, yeah, yes, I actually haven't. Into it. <laughs> um, what? what? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, did you know that Fenn has got the... Um, they're doing a musical of their own. Oh, wait, um, you know Lily, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Little Women. Yeah, Little Women. Little Women I haven't heard anything about that. I think that's in the works right and now. Do you know when it's going to be showing? No idea. I guess that's it for me then. Um, uh, yeah. well, hang on, aren't you doing another one as well? Like, Law Review? Oh, that's, oh, not, that's not going to be for a while, mate. That's going to be in like the middle of September. We've still got... Oh, no, sorry. Late September. Early October. We've still got intensives going on in the middle of September. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take up a lot of my time. But that's what, that's what, you, that's what you got to do what you got to do. Well, um, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. We can't talk about Coriolanus without talking about how exceptional David's performance was. Okay, now you're just making me blush. You're, no, 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 seriously. Like it was it was such a good play. It was really enjoyable. And and, and you were you were a pretty like major character. It, it felt like I was in the Roman Senate. <laughs> David as Menenius was the MVP of the show. Just saying. I reckon so. All right, all right, no, enough about me. Jeez. Now we're gonna go to Callum. Oh. Oh hi, it's me. Um and fact. It is it is you, yeah. And fact. And fact. And colony update as well. Um, yeah, oh, and, and of course the ant colony update. Uh, well, the ant fact, I, 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 I think I've forgotten something. I'm, I'm being signed at rather... <laughs> uh, pardon us for our <laughs> technical errors. Look, you're giving Calum the crazy eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> what have I forgotten? What he's forgot? The ant fact. What do you mean? He's about to give it. Yes, yeah, the weekly ant fact. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, yeah, yeah. I've got the I've got the weekly ant fact. Listen, just because I don't have a laptop in front of me, it's in my brain. It's all in my it's brain. In your vast re- repository. Yeah, I, I've got like uh, in my uh, mental mansion. I've got like an entire couple of rooms just for ant facts. That's a bit disturbing. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's like any information you hear. It doesn't include the word and. It just goes out one ear and out the other. Yeah, yeah, 
exactly. Pardon the technical errors. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, well, okay. Anyway, ant fact for today. Um, I'm going to be talking a bit about uh, the caste within an ant culture or an ant society, an ant colony. Uh, most species of ant don't actually have castes. It's just the workers and the queens. However, there are a couple of species of ants which are exceptionally diverse. Um, somewhat common in the ant world is a thing called major and minor workers. Uh, so a major and a minor, you've got your queen, um, you've got the minor workers, which are generally... Underage, not, not allowed to drink. No. Can't drive. They can always can't, drink. They don't have to pay taxes. No. They are purely small ants. That That's it. Like, they just... Well, they li- boring. No, no, excuse me. It is very interesting. <laughs> they live underground. They tend to things like, uh, you know, the brood, looking after the queen, making sure that the colony is... Uh, working, everything's good. Mm-hmm. And then you've got majors, and majors are significantly bigger, much more powerful. Uh, in a lot of species, they've got very bloated heads purely for that jaw muscle. So, um, like, how does, like, are they, like, all, like, kind of, like, born the same, or are they actually, like, different, like, miniature species? Um, that's a really good question. I'm not quite sure if genetically they are the same or different. I think... I think it's probably a process uh, about how they're raised. Well, that's uh, very interesting. Oh, mm. <laughs> well, could, could you pronounce the word species again? Species. Okay, sorry. I, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought you pronounced it a different way. <laughs> anyway, so you've got you've got majors, which are the workers, and some of the work, uh, some of the, sorry, some of the majors can be big and powerful. For example, leaf cutters in Southern America, they can bite through your finger. Well, Le- not through your entire finger, but leaf into your skin. Leaf that, cutters. That, that's what they're called. Leaf cutter ants. Yep, yep. Uh, there's a couple of genuses of them. Uh, Atta and one other, that, or a couple of others that I always forget. And they can do what to my hand? <clears throat> they can, like, just slice through your skin very easily. They'll just sort of, like, snip it like scissors. Wow. That's, um... Then... Yeah, you've also got species of driver ants, which in, I'm pretty sure it was in Africa, they were actually used as uh, prehistoric, well, not prehistoric, but tribal stitching. Um, you would get the ant, you would get the, the two sides of the cut, you'd press them together, and you'd get the ant to bite it, and then you'd kill the ant and leave its head on. And the ant's jaws are so strong that it would actually hold your flesh together like a stitch. Um <clears throat> So that's pretty cool. Ew, that's gross. Callum, why would you say that? Well, I, I, I don't know. And it's an ant fact. Callum, how's your colony been going? Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I wasn't done with my ant fact. Yeah, didn't you say there's more? Like more? There is. I was going to get into this. There is also um, things called repletes. Most people will know what honeypot ants are. Yes, yes? No. Honeypot ants? Nope, I'm not. Have you never heard of honeypot ants? I've heard of a honeypot, but not a honeypot ant. Basically, it's an ant with a really big, like, you know, the Aboriginals used to uh, eat them. There were honeypot ants, and yeah, they're basically ants with a really big bum that's full of sugary water. Um, and so certain colonies have repletes as literal living storage. Um, so these ants will, as they're, as they're born, I guess you could say, or as they, as they pupate, they are fed uh, sugar water. And so they're 
their stomach expands and expands and expands, and they keep getting fed more and more sugar water until they've got a grossly just ginormous social stomach. Then, once they emerge as a full worker, they are literal storage vessels. They will be fed and store the food until it's needed. Okay, can we elaborate on the social stomach? What the hell does that mean? Okay, yeah, so ants have two stomachs. They've got a personal stomach, which they digest you know, food in, and then they've got a social stomach. So that means, uh, you know, for the queen, the queen can't really go outside into the, into the world and look for food. So he, she has to be bought food. And uh, if it's liquids and whatnot, the ants can't really hold a, a large quantity in their mouth. Um, so they drink it into their social stomach, and then they come back to the colony and regurgitate it. And Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if humans had a social stomach. Very weird. <laughs> would, you like, would you like to taste a bit of my cruiser? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, colony update. Uh, <clears throat> things are going well. Um, my uh, Has died. No. Oh. No, not at all. My bull ant queen has moved into a new uh, test tube. I think that happened last week, so... Nothing really happened since. She's just chilling. Life's good. Um, Every time I come visit her, like she always like gets scared of me. I think it, I think she gets scared of me because I'm. You're too intimidating. Big. She yeah. can recognize faces, so she doesn't like you. Oh my! My face is disturbing to her. Well, yeah. I, I think it's uh, just my face. More than it's just ants. Such a comfort. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so anyway. I would like to have that stricken from the record, please. So right, onto the news. Um. So there hasn't been too much happening around ANU, or at least easily defined. So I've decided to go with the nine news approach, and I'll cover some meaningless topics around the world. So <laughs> did you know that um, a Japanese town broke the world record for the world's largest croquette? The, what is a croquette? I, 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 it was I think a, it's like a potato thing. I thought it was a pancake. Hold on, I'll do some research. Croquette. Uh, Chris is on the. It's job. like a, it's like a it's like a potato cake is. with like. Egg and beef, I think. Croquette? Croquette? It's like a French thing. Croquette. A yeah, croquette it's is a type well. of dumpling consisting of a thick binder combined with a filling. Oh, okay. So Would you like a recipe? Chris has got so a So basically recipe. it's just like a, a like a potato filling. Yeah, it's like a like a battered potato ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well oh, they made yeah. the world's largest. Uh, the town of Asabu. In the Hokkaido region, they um, so they've been cooking like really big ones since like two thousand and four, like every summer. Um, but this one actually earned the world record. So it ra- weighed six hundred and fifteen pounds. Ooh. Now, how many pounds is that in kilograms? Or how many kilograms? Two hundred and sixteen, did you say? Uh, six hundred and fifteen. Oh, jeez. Two hundred and seventy-eight okay. kilograms. Point nine five nine. Potatoes. And a lot That's of like. All of us combined and more of of a potato. That's heavy. <laughs> now that's heavy. So they used 551 pounds of local potatoes, Whoa. um, 110 pounds of ground beef. That's a lot of beef. That, that is a lot. <laughs> of that's beef. a very large amount. And oh, 200 eggs. Okay, I was actually expecting more eggs, and a lot of onions. Um, they beat the previous record, which was from the Netherlands, which was 497. They beat the Dutch. I, I wonder if this is going to start up a fierce competition between this little town well, and the Dutch. Well, I was going to say, 
us Australians love having big things. Like we got like a lot of like big. Are you saying we should join the competition, Davis? Well, I mean, we've already got the big okay. banana, the big shrimp, yeah, the big merino in Goulburn. Oh, Dude, shout out! Oh, you shout out Goulburn. You know how many big landmarks we're like known for? Like how many we have in this country? Like we just, we just love like ginormous things. Are you talking about Uluru as well? I mean, it's. He's talking about man-made, talking about man-made uh, like, like of not, things not, that should never be big. Yeah, like shrimp. Why <laughs> okay, would you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, shrimp. Why would you make so, shrimp? So you know this croquette thing. Like, I think we could like knock that out easily. I think so. I reckon. Yeah. Fennec we, we should. We should <laughs> yeah, we'll do it in the fennecet. Yeah, a and you cook out, making the world's I biggest not, croquette. I am not buying the groceries, mate. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually. So the finished croquette actually was about one point one thousand three hundred portions. Wow. That's like that's quite a, a few lot. portions. Yeah. That's, that's enough to fit that in. That last us for a couple of years. Yeah. I, I feel like those would be kind of good-sized portions too. Like, Oh, I, I guarantee They wouldn't be it. tiny. 200 kilos worth of it. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so, and for the other part of the news, um, two tourists were fined 1.5K for surfing along the Venetian Grand Canal with motorised surfboards. Apparently they had dodged water taxis and when the mayor found out, he called them imbeciles, among other things. <laughs> and the surfboards were confiscated. Although that's kind of like a... That's kind of... A awesome. motorised surfboard, that's something I've actually never heard of. No. They're like those hydrofoil surfboards that you, like, go along on. Have yeah, you like, seen no, them? No, 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 it has like a... had like an engine on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. You, have you never... I mean, I've seen one. I've seen them, but they're like never with the end. Oh, because they use like the windsurfing thing. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I know what you mean. No, no, different sort of thing. That would be quite fun. It, it, that sounds very almost Tons James Bond. Grand Canal. Yeah, I know. That sounds like high risk of the amount of traffic there, you know? Get one of the gondolas or whatever they're called. Now, yeah. unfortunately, Chris, there hasn't been much uh, viewer submissions. Is there any other topic you'd like to cover? Um, I have a quick one in the news um, I would like to get you guys' opinions on. So... Basically, ANU has basically said that we're going back full-time to in-person teaching. What do you guys think? Do you guys reckon, like, they basically committed to not doing online anymore um, after next semester? Do you guys think it's good, bad, indifferent? I think it's stupid. Stupid from Luke? Why is that? Stupid. Why is that? Uh, Well, because, like, I was at one of the, like, Anusa people were talking to me not that long ago, and they were talking about how there's, like, 1.5K students... Um, who are, like, in still in China because of, like, the COVID laws or whatever. I don't know. But, like, mm. they're not able to come yet. I am sure there will be some level of... Well, they're, they're um, going to have to keep yeah. some of like Because there's always been international students who have done, yeah. done it. And also, the, the current infrastructure, like, I don't think it's... I mean, you, they'll probably cut back on the number, but, like, you know, keep an online tutorial or two. Well, I mean, yeah. Actually, segue, what does everyone think of ANU's online... Systems. I think it's pretty decent. I think it's pretty good. Decent? Okay. Yeah. I works. don't know. I feel like for two years of COVID, they have not really done too well. The thing that I find annoying is that I've got a lot of classes that use very different systems. So I've got one class or one uh, one course that uses Slack. I've got another one that uses Lab Archive. It's, it's just, you know, it's very... Everyone's doing their own thing. And it would be nice if there was something that you could actually just 
get this one thing and that's it. You seem to have strong feelings about this, Chris. What's your view? I am un- undecided <laughs> on this issue. Um, I, I can see the problems that's occurred of it from it. Um, I think DSA, um, which is the Disabled Students Association, yeah, a Disability Student Association, has basically said that they reckon it's not a good idea. I can understand why. I think there's people who are obviously should not be um, forced to come back to ANU if they're being put at health risks or anything like that. Well, I mean, especially anyone who's immunocompromised. Yeah, so I think it's a grey area, but yeah, so and it's also, a difficult decision to make. I mean, like, you know, personally, like, at like, the end of my degree, if I've only got, like, if I've only got, like, a course or two, I'll, I'll, I'll be so much more down to do that from, like, you know, the Gold Coast or something. You know? Fair enough, yeah. Like, like yeah. did not, not have to be, pay to be in Canberra, which is, like, one of the world's, like, most, like, or one of Australia's most expensive cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm personally indifferent about it because I, I really if I ever go to my lectures in person. I just watch it online. Um, it just saves me the trouble of having to go there in the first place and just sit around and watch. I never have to leave my room. Yeah. Um, I mean, because, like, most of the time, like, I just put it on 1.5 or 2 times speed. <laughs> and that, I get, like, enough information. Then, like, all the information I need, then if I just sat there just watching the entire time. Because sometimes... I think out of two of the four courses I'm doing, they actually have like breaks, like ten minute breaks, where like, because because like the, the lectures are so long, so I don't really mind if they like do or don't go from um, recorded online ones, um, in, like in person like Zoom ones, to in person ones, because I'm just gonna still be in my room just watching it. Um, but I, tutorials I don't want to do on Zoom. I have to admit one thing I've noticed is that with the back to in person the quality of the online lectures does tend to fall um, because they're generally just recordings rather than uh, what they were doing last semester, which were more proper. They only go for a a few minutes and then... Because, like, they're set on a timer. As soon as it gets to, like, exactly, like... um, Five past. Yeah, it just cuts off. It's not like... Oh, or 55. It's not as if the lecturer can stop it. And generally it's just an audio recording as well. Yeah, and so you, you'll have the lecturer talking about something really important near the end and then just gets cut off. Because I don't go to my lectures, I'm, I just go, oh, all right, well, <laughs> well there that's we their go. fault, not mine. <laughs> that knowledge is lost to the void. Yeah. Okay, moving onwards. Luke. Now, I'll pose the question both to the people in this room and also to our listeners. Um, what Do you guys know what an essay is? Vaguely. Oh, do I? It's like... Okay, well, what are your, like, what are each of your, like, ideas of an essay? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm a bit of, well, I am a country kid, so I, I haven't really had many. <laughs> you, you're, you're shielded from them then. Yeah, you're exactly. Sheltered. I'm, I'm, I'm sheltered and, uh, and lucky to be sheltered. But, you know, it, you do see things online about them. Um, so I have a, a, a primitive understanding of what they are. Um, well, to anyone from, like, the bigger cities... I guess, you know, you've all had run-ins with them. It's kind of, they're, you know, synonymous in, like, the cities nowadays. Chris, surely you've had lots of run-ins from them, surely. You know, Goulburn being the bustling metropolis that it is. Uh, yeah. Goulburn has a couple of essays. It's not a huge demographic, have to admit. Okay, well, if that's the case, then, uh, Luke... uh, Adelaide has a fair few essays. Why don't you give us... (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, Ravens and Esche. Well, listen, um, Adelaide isn't exactly as bustling as, you know, Sydney or as as much of a nightlife as the Gold Coast. Um, but we do get a couple. Um, most of the Eshes that I encountered in Adelaide, they were kind of like what you expected. You know, they, they all they ran together in groups. You know, they were usually very young. Like, all the times I think I encountered Eshes, I was much older than they were. Um, <laughs> what, and they still asked you for your shoes? Or demanded <laughs> your shoes? <laughs> no, no, they asked things like, Oi, mate. You got some money? Got to catch a bus <laughs> all the way to, to paradise. Got a ciggy? <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, you got a lighter, mate. Surely. <laughs> um, but yeah, they usually, we even had some at my high school. Um, when I was in year 12, um, I guess you could say, so in South Australia, and I think it's in Tasmania as well, you start high school in year eight. Um, oh, really? Yeah, not in year seven. Um, so wait, is year seven primary school still? Yep, year seven still primary school. That is funky. That's quite. That's actually a little bit. I thought it was like federal thing. Yeah. Well, because I, yeah, doesn't doesn't no, Canberra have state? Because a lot of places see so some some states have kindergarten like a pre year, and a lot of others don't. Well, and and Canberra also has college for eleven and twelve. So like college in quotation marks. Well. Anyway, in South Australia, um, we start high school in year eight and end in year 12. And then I, when I was in year 12, um, it was very common for, like, the year eights to be, like, like they were, like, super rowdy. Like, like they... Oh, gosh. They had, um, basically, you had... Uh, you ha- everyone had their own lockers. And each year got, like, their own little section around the school... Um, and the year eights had their own little section and sometimes us, you know, seniors had to go past, like, through them to go to our classes. And I'd always hear people saying, oh, I hate going past them because they're actually, they're, they're so annoying. And they act exactly like Eshe's. Like, they go around in groups and they say the worst kind of things when you go past. Um, so, yeah, but it, it, it wasn't too bad. You know, you, you got, you got over them, you know, you... They you were great age. You ignore you know, them. They're, they're not that big of a threat. Yeah, like bullies. You ignore them. They can't do anything about you. They move on to someone else. Okay, here's like something I was like, I've been asked in the past. Okay, so you have like, how many ways do you think that you would be able to survive? Like if you were just, you know, you, like you didn't have any like stuff and it was like, you had like waves of increasing difficulty. It's like the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like called zombies, like Call of Duty zombies. Okay, you had like, but it was like year fives. Oh, you're fine. And oh, then every this. every like fifth wave you get uh um sixth <laughs> grader in like like cricket gear, like cricket armor. Okay, quick question. Okay, so, are, so they what... at, are they at all armed? Um no, but like when it, when the waves get later, there's like more and more like more and more like year fives and stuff. Like the boss I, rounds get harder, they go I up to like year like sevens. Good, I feel like and then they get armed, I'd say. Like they get like <laughs> What, bats or knives? Because if there's a knife No, nah, I'd say I'd say like blunt objects. Okay, oh, hold on. I see, I see. What's the first wave? Uh, starts at five year fives. So wait, how, many? how many do we five. have? Five. Five year fives. Five year do fives. they have anything? Like, unarmed, they... unarmed. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's like, easy, five year fives. And then, so how many, and then like if it increased by one year five every wave, and then every fifth wave, there was like an increasing number of year sixes. Okay, are, are we assuming that, um, that like it's one after the other, you get fatigued? 
Or yeah, yeah, no, it's like, like one after the other. It's like oh, so they they don't all come at once. And and how how do you? No, no, like, it's like it's just like one wave. You beat them, and then the next wave. Okay, and now quick question: What happens to the previous wave? Do they like run away? No, no, they're, they're, dead, they're, on the they're, they're dead on the floor. Okay, you have like a little like <laughs> pile. <laughs> Ah, I see. I a think pile of fifth graders. I, I could go on for a while. Well, it, it, you, you just said year fives and year sixes. Is you know, is it like after fifteen? Uh, fi- wave fifteen, year sevens and eight start oh joining. Oh my god! Yeah. That, that, that's kind of like more. Attra- and they're they're they're, 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 um, they're like. <laughs> I'm a what? Shivs. Shivs and shivs. Well, yeah. Well, do so I get anything? Well, you can take the like the stuff from the previous like. Boss rounds, you know, you take like their like bats and stuff. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Oh, if, if you had, if a, I could, if you had I like a hockey, take a bat. hockey bat, yeah. When there's like when there's like four like year eights, you know, like kiting you. I feel like I, I feel like I would fold. I feel like. Right. Okay. Um, I think I could hold out for a while. I, I could. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I would do all right. Like I think I could. Mm, I'd say I get up to like round fifty. Fifty. Wait, fifty. Like sure, by, that, by like round fifty, you're like versing like fifty five year five. Jeez, bro. By no, I'm saying by wave fifty, I'd be dead. <laughs> like, well, by, are you saying that you'd be alive on wave forty nine? No, I'm saying I'd be barely like, alive. On I feel 40. like twenty of them would just swarm you. Yeah, at, yeah. at some point, and they don't feel fear. They don't like feel fear. They're just like no self preservation. They just keep going. <laughs> oh, that that would be so. Like, I'd even say like at ten, it would get hard. Like even before <laughs> ten, like you know, when you have like four people rushing you. Well, yeah, I mean, even if they are smaller. Wait, are these, all these year fives, are they the same height? Like, <laughs> what, what is the average height? Are they like yeah. David height? Shut up. No, it, it's like, just get like a year five cohort and then like. <laughs> Mate, like, that doesn't make it. Do, okay, you get, the thing about year five, it's not exactly like specific. Like you get people with growth spurts. They like actually. Yeah, grow. yeah, no, well, sometimes you might get like, like a, a tanky one. <laughs> <laughs> like you, a really tall you, you one. You have to fight like, the tank. Tank incoming. <laughs> okay. you, you get the sprinter. <laughs> right, well, how about okay? And then as the rounds progress, they all get like slightly like they like they like grow older. What? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, yeah. that just makes it even more difficult. I love how we're ju- we've been talking about this about beating up fifth graders. I don't know. It's just like it's just something like you know when you're like, talking about essays. It's just something. To so think anyway, about. on to essays. So, um, <laughs> the species name. Eshay Australis. Um, <laughs> Scary stuff. So they're uh, Eshays, and they can be found in, you know, pretty much most of the, like, major Australian cities. I'm talking Adelaide. I'm or talking... even in towns, if you go to the railway station. Yeah, yeah, like, even in, like, the rural oh. areas. Like, if you go to, like, you know, some of the seedy areas, they'll be there. Um, I, they're, like, they're an invasive species from Western Sydney. So they've spread, <laughs> they spread across the country. Well, if if they're from Western Sydney, then surely you have some experiences with them. Then well, I'm the Gold Coast. Yeah, so they, they they've migrated probably up north. Yeah, right? yeah no, no, it's like the Cane They've gone for they the warmer are, weather. Yeah, they, they are there. Are they, are they getting to plague proportions? Ooh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's like it's it's. Can't strange. walk five meters without getting your shoes stolen nowadays. Yeah, well, no. If you know, if you like, if you know what to do, you know, it's like the drop bears. You put Vegemite behind your ears. Yeah. Similar proportions you take. It. Drop bears. That, that's Have you ever been attacked by a drop bear? Is is that how you? Warn no, drop but bears? look, I've heard of drop bears, but I didn't know about that thing you said about the Vegemite behind your ears. Yeah, you put Vegemite behind the ears, behind your ears. And what's that do? It when they, they when they jump down to latch onto you, they get <laughs> afraid and run away. Yeah, and <laughs> even then, they like they can like smell the veg. They don't go for you. So, what precautions do you take against an eshe? 
Uh, well, it depends. So you can either shoes. go. You can either go to like, like you know, pretend to be an Esha. Yeah. So you. And I'll get more into that. Camouflage. Later. Yeah, you camouflage. Oh. I'll get more into that, mate. Like mimicry, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> alternatively, you know, you go in numbers. You know, it's like the gazelles and the, and the Sahara, <laughs> the Serengeti. Okay, you have to like You've strengthen got to form numbers. A pack yeah. Or a herd. Expect some people to be lost, but <laughs> in the end of the day, <laughs> acceptable casualties. <laughs> so you can distinguish an Ashe because they're typically in groups. Um, they have Nike wear. So a lot of the time they're wearing like Nike wear, like Nike, Nike tech fleece, you know, Nike shorts, Adidas sometimes, less often. Um, Wait, is, is Adidas less popular than Nike? Yeah. Really? I, I, I mean, Adidas it's mainly like the, the Gopniks <gasps> as... Yeah. No, 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 the Gopniks wear Adidas as well. They're more likely to yeah, wear... Yeah, no, Adidas, Gopniks. They're more likely to wear Puma than Nike. Really? Yeah. How 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 popular is Puma here? Uh, honestly, I haven't seen much. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I think in Australia, Nike and Adidas are the most popular ones. There's not much Puma. P- Puma, yeah. Puma's like... It's like the option you go for when you can't afford Nike or Adidas. Um, but... Yeah. Are those, um, are those the only two precautions? No, no. Oh, look, there's, there'll be, there's more, but I'll get into those. So it's kind of, this is about how to identify an SHA. So they have Nike wear, even like the tech fleece, you know, what, like the, the, um, the skivvies. Um, uh, they always have the Nike dry fit hat. The, or, the dry fit hat. Yeah, so it's like this like dry fit material. I don't know why it looks stupid, but they wear those. <laughs> they, but something else common is polo shirts and, you know, luxury brands like Gucci, Nautica. Those types. Those are quite popular. So, um, but, you know, you can always tell an Esche by they'll be having a bum bag. And, you know, either like the shoulder bag or the bum bag. And that's what they use to store, you know, their ciggies, their lighter, or their um, shivs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the essentials. And, you know, oh, but here's like the main thing. This is kind of like more of a status symbol. TNs. TNs. Yeah, you know the shoes? It's like, they're like running shoes, or like yeah. sneakers, but they're kind of, they're quite expensive, and they're a bit fancy, TNs. and, yeah. Is, is that a specific brand, or is yeah, that Yeah, yeah, like, like TNs, yeah, like a specific brand, okay. and like, they're kind of like a status symbol that they've, you know, they've made m- money by staunching, uh-huh. which is uh-huh. actually an activity I'll get into. Um, <laughs> wow, those look hideous. Yeah, yeah, you can see them, they, they look really stupid. Um, <laughs> but actually, at the same time, you know, they're quite, they're quite valuable. Um, they're a rare commodity. Yeah. They're kind of like the, the gold standard there. <laughs> they look so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to wear that. I want to I wear that, bro. Um, that is and they'll also have shoe. speed dealers on. You know like the stuff like tradies wear? Speed yeah. dealer sunnies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the, ra- yeah. the wraparounds yeah. of like the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah look, he, look. Here's a picture of Tony Abbott wearing speed dealers. <laughs> nice. Is he also in budgie smuggling? Uh, well, well, the picture picture doesn't show that, so uh. unfortunately. Yeah, um, and so they always have a mullet or like a really bad haircut. So have you guys seen like the bowl cut, like bowl, like ba- bowl cut mullets? Bowl cut oh, mullets, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a bowl cut at the front and a mullet at the back. Oh, I have seen that. Is and that that's actually been quite popular. That's even been like increasing, Ooh. like in like what I've been looking at. So. Is There's that Eshe hairdressers? <laughs> yeah, this, this <laughs> I like the idea of like specializes. them having like this special like Eshe hairdressers. <laughs> so, um, like the music that they listen to is typically like drill, 
Yeah, like, you know, Australian drill, like one four. I, I don't know Australian drill, but I, I know of the, the Actually, genre. I'll see if I can get like a song on. Um, for Play like some from, Australian drill. For yeah, us. yeah. So there's this event, there's a group called One Four, and they make quite a lot. Um, they're from Mount Druitt, so <laughs> <laughs> Mount Druitt essays. That's like that's like their holy land. That's like the mecca. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will be honest, it kind of like it's kind of like a thing of like those like the more authentic ones, and then the further you get out, it's like ah, more see, like diluted, less like intense. So if if you're if you're a uh, an essay from far away, do you go for a pilgrimage? <laughs> I can only assume so. And, and, and what's like the, what's the the activities that you do on your holy retreat? Is it like shank someone, steal someone's shoes? Yeah, yeah, steal a car. <laughs> That's been happening quite a lot on the Gold Coast. <laughs> really? Breaking and entering. Our neighbor got broken into like last week. Jeez, I know it's been it's it's pretty crazy. But um, so essays communicate in Pig Latin. Oh no! Have you guys ever listened to Pig Latin? I have. Yes. So I've I'll go through through a few of like the words. So esche itself, I think, might be one of it. But ilche, so that's uh, you know it's, it's chill. Like ilche, mate. Ilche. Yes, ilche, mate. Isn't there Adlai? <laughs> yeah, there's Adlai. So Adlai means like uh, like L- lad, a, like lad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. So um, itswa. That means it's sweet. Eats <laughs> <laughs> has been quite used quite a lot. Ashk is cash. So and staunching, staunching is like you know going up either like you know you like intimidate, you threat, or even you know getting into a conflict. But you like try to like you try to like staunch them for what they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. you would staunch a gronk. <laughs> for the Ashkay or their TMs. <laughs> <laughs> so a Gronk is this, like, you know, idiot, equivalent uh, like, you know, someone that they, like, you know, you just, like... Someone that's worth staunching. Yeah, yeah, someone that you staunch or just, like, you call someone, oh, you, oh, you, you stupid Gronk, or something like that. So um, Eshays tend to announce themselves using Eshayba. <laughs> so that's, like, one of the statements. And they'll, so I'm actually wearing Eshay clothes today. Luke, like, Luke's always in camouflage. Yeah, he's, to like further. Yeah, well, actually, so you know, typically in the Gold Coast, you know, it would it would actually be quite an investment to wear this kind of stuff out. And I'm wearing I'm wearing the Adidas outfit. So uh, it is like an actual investment. It is you're significantly less likely to get staunched if you're wearing Adidas. Look, depending on where you go, like on the Gold Coast, you know, there's the nicer areas, and there's also Coomera. Uh, so Coomera. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to be careful, like Coomera and Orang. Those kind of places you have to like be kind of you have to watch yourself, especially at night. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's interesting. And but yeah, so like that's kind of like you'd kind of wear that stuff and you would go around. Okay, but so um, okay, quick question, quick question. If if you were to if an ish, if an esche were to come up to you and start talking in pig Latin to you, would you respond in pig Latin? Or yeah, or you? Like, you I do not know what you're referring to, <laughs> yeah. sir. Please exit my vicinity, my dear fellow. My dear fellow, what are you speaking of? I feel like you would do like you know the eshe bar, <laughs> and then you know if they if they talk about anything else, if they ask if you have a ciggy or a light. I mean, if you have one, you know, might as well offer. <laughs> Carry right. some good favour. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you say that you used to walk around with a pack of cigarettes just for the eshes? It was an investment, like last summer. Yeah. And it, it kind of it only like we only like, had to give like like one. That's because we were in like, you know, so, um, schoolies. Gin Surfer's Paradise. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, love. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, I've been noticing in Canberra that there is actually an SA population. 
Oh my god. Yes. We we did see that. Yeah, that like show. Garima Place, which I mean, they have a lot of colorful figures there. Uh, <laughs> it's there was like a, there's like a group there that we actually see quite often now. Wait, mm. really? Yeah, they've got the bowl cuts. They've got they've got the gear. <laughs> Canberra train station. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Canberra train station. Yeah, there was a few there. Kingston. Um, yeah, and it's... Okay, it's side note. What the hell is going on with Canberra train station? Like, Wait, how so? Have you been to Canberra train station? It's I, like the one yeah. of the worst train stations I think I've ever seen, and it's for the national place in Australia, the capital of Australia. It's just this tiny little train station. I picked oh, Luke, up, right, Luke up the other night after midnight, and there was no one else there. And Luke was just sitting out the front of this train station, <laughs> just like completely in the dark. They'd turned off their lights. He was the last one there. Um, and I, know, I, could I could not, see them in the tree line. They were approaching like a pack I of not, The airshays were getting closer. I could not believe that that was like the only train station for Well, not the only, but the main train station for Canberra. I know. It's been like a point of like discussion. Because like, you know, imagine you're like a dignitary coming on the train, which I mean... You, Let's be honest, you well, wouldn't. Yeah. You would be flying in. <laughs> um, but, I mean, well, Canberra Airport's quite nice. Yeah. That, Comparative, that's probably, minus, that's like, the gunshots. But... Oh, yeah. What? Sorry, what? There was gunshots the other day. <laughs> Didn't hit anyone, thankfully, or else we wouldn't be joking about it. Okay, but, yeah. quick question. Who was shooting? Some rando. Some 60-year-old rando. Some, <laughs> some gronk, as I would say. Yeah. Uh... Well, what's wrong about the train station? Actually, I feel like he wouldn't be a gronk. I feel like he'd be a lad. Nah, SJs don't, don't use guns. It's oh. dishonourable. Yeah, no. <laughs> nah, mate. Nah, you, no, use, no. you use... Uh, <laughs> According to the code of Eshido. Names are... Guns are too quick. <laughs> yeah. You're right, Luke. Like, it, it's much, you can't savour those moments. <laughs> it's much better to shank someone and kick them into a bed out. Well, I mean, like, that's less than Eshay, right? <laughs> But I think we can do it, Hannah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> What's wrong with the camera train station? Because I've never been there. What's oh, it's, it's like the, it's, it's just it's like a, tiny. There's like just this car park out the front. That's like it's it's so grim. Honestly, it's it's really. Mittagong train station was nicer than Canberra train station. Mittagong. Mittagong. I never heard of that. Before. It's like a small town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Proves my point. It's like a small town, and their train station is like larger than Canberra's. Goulburn's train station is better, and that's yeah. Goulburn's train station is better. Damn, <laughs> this is the Canberra oh, railway station. Oh, that doesn't look too bad. It looks really homey. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, homey. A word to describe our capital that city. That doesn't look bad, bro. I, I've been to worse train station than Adelaide, dude. <laughs> yeah, in Adelaide, this is Canberra. But look, it looks like it's from like a tiny little place. There's one platform. That does not look bad. That looks, that's a lovely picture. Listen, there is one platform. You cannot disagree. Like the capital city should probably have more than one platform. Why? Shouldn't it be a hub of activity? Trains coming in and out? It doesn't really look like that. Look, I think that's something for our government to deal with. <laughs> okay. You're right. That's their problem. Um... Oh, that reminded me. Do you have any Eshe stories, David? I do. Um, oh. So, did I ever tell you guys about the time I went to Queen Bin? No. No, but that, that is a scary place. Um, <laughs> so, for those that don't know, Queen Bin is uh, a little... I guess you could say it's a... Which, it's like a town. Like a small... City. 
Aussie? That, that it kind of adjoins onto Canberra, but it's in New South Wales. Yeah, it's on the border of New South Wales and the ACT. Um, and I, I went there um, because I needed to get um, a MacBook. Because everyone at everyone at ANU uses a MacBook Pro. Um, and <laughs> so, so you needed one. Yeah, of course. I, herd mentality. Um, <laughs> and so I went onto Facebook Marketplace, and uh, and I saw one that was available. It was really cheap for the price. It was a uh, like the most recent like MacBook Air. Um, and as I said, it was a, for a really good price. And I contacted the person because I didn't put the location. I contacted them and said. Hey, I'm interested in getting the MacBook. Would you mind selling it? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. What day suits you? And I told them, no, oh, this day works fine. And they said, okay, sure. Would you mind meeting Queenbean? Now, I didn't know where Queenbean was before I checked. And so oh, I... you poor soul. <laughs> and so I checked. And uh, I was like, okay, how the hell am I going to get there? Also known as Struggle Town, by the way. Struggle Town? Really? You're not wrong, bro. <laughs> that, 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 that's pretty true. Um... <laughs> And they wanted me to meet in the car park of a KFC. <laughs> hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit sketchier than I'd prefer. But anyway, I took the bus there uh, and I waited 30 minutes for this person. They drive up in their car and we have like the sketchiest dealing ever. I give them the money and like in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Did they Cash. count it? Cash yeah, 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 but I actually like, did that. They're like, okay, hold on, let me check. And like, they like, flipped through it. Like, it's <laughs> just like Breaking Bad. They have um, to pay, you have to pay cash only. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, then they handed me the MacBook. I didn't know it was going to be pink. <laughs> uh, they, Wait, so you didn't look at a photo of the MacBook? I saw a photo, but in the photo, it didn't look rose gold. It was never mentioned that it was rose gold. I see. So... Anyway, uh, I ended up swapping it later on for a um, nice silver one. Um, but I had to go back. Now, listen, I've never been, I've never been in Queen Bean before. I don't know how the hell to get back. I'm surprised you haven't been killed by this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just you wait. Um, oh, it, it, get, it gets get better. Killed. Now, I didn't know how to get back. So I went to the nearby uh, bus. I guess you could... Oh, what's it called? Like bus... Stop station? Uh, like where they... Usually come and go like a lot. Um, depot. I guess you could say depot. If that's the right word. Um, and uh, and while I was w- I was waiting for a bus there for like forty five minutes, like and the problem was this was I was waiting there when school had just finished. Ah. And so in came the horn <laughs> of like all these it's like shade. all these primary oh. school kids, like high school kids. And, uh, and dude, I, I was scared for my life. <laughs> um, the Eshes, they all, the primary school kids. they all came in, they came in like a flood. <laughs> like, I, it was so, so horrifying. Did you die? I got out of there alive. <laughs> wow. Were there mallets? Yeah. Dude. Was it like the, uh. As they were turning the corner, I could see that they didn't have any hair on the front. Of their head, like I could see that their hair just like been parted back, and like they had like <laughs> all the sides. That would have been a scary, scary sight. That would have been pretty frightening. Yeah, especially with like a new MacBook. Oh, I kept that like I I I concealed it, dude. Did you have like a bag for it? Yeah, you yeah, know I did, I did, but I kept that bag close because mm. I knew if I let 
then see it for a second then I feel it's that's warm it's warm now, have you guys seen the elusive Cambry essay oh, no yes we, we yeah, saw it once yeah because there is just one. a singular yeah singular Cambry essay like I feel like it's like one from like a larger population that got like 